Hello, Brian. Hey, Jordan. Jordan here. Brian here. Welcome to Book of Mormon Binge Mode. Binge Mode. <laughs> We're blowing minds, dude. <laughs> How are you, Jordan? Dude, I'm ecstatic to be talking about Mosiah 11 through 20. Me too. So, should we jump into the abridgments? Are we sounding too sarcastic? No, right I'm now? actually really excited. I am excited too. Let's a dude. Did you abridge this thing I today? I abridged this record. Let's abridge it. Abridging the records. Okay, so we pick up on our story with Zenith. Um, he's just died, right. so he's going to pass off to his son. Zenith's son Noah becomes king. He sleeps around and taxes the people sorely. He also pimps the city out, building uh, ornate temples and buildings. He gets rid of Zenith's priests and brings in some of his own guys, including one called Alma. Later, we will talk more about Alma. Next to the temple, he built a tower to look out over the land in order to see all of his enemies coming. Then, Abinadi comes from among them, uh, or comes among them from somewhere outside the city and begins preaching against them. And the people and King Noah are very upset. They try to cat, uh, catch him, but he escapes. Abinadi gets a very good disguise and comes into the city and begins preaching as Shmashmidadi. <laughs> <laughs> he tells the people that King Noah is going to burn in hell. The people go back to Noah and tell him that Abinadi is back and talking <laughs> against him. The people start telling Noah how awesome and righteous he is and how he must punish Abinadi. They bind him and bring him before the court of Noah, and they try to speak about the law of Moses at him, and he won't have it, telling him that they are hypocrites for not living the law that they are preaching. Noah's men come at Abinadi, but he tells them that they better not touch him or they will be killed. They decide to leave him alone. Abinadi starts to shine like a diamond, and it freaks the court out. <laughs> he predicts that whatever they do to him will come back and be done to them, like a weaponized golden rule. <laughs> <laughs> he then proceeds to school them on the Mosaic Law and the underlying doctrine. Abinadi then gets very complicated and seems to describe the Trinity, <laughs> uh, this idea of the Godhead, and one man, Alma, believes him. Alma is cast out from the court because of this, and he sneaks away into the wilderness. After three days in jail, Abinadi is brought back in from King Noah, or brought back in front of King Noah, and then gives a chilling condemnation to Noah. Noah tries to back out of his death sentence that he has given Abinadi, but his priests peer pressure him into following through. As Abinadi is dying, being burnt alive, he screams a further condemnation. So Alma uh, takes a bunch of people from the city into the wilderness and begins to baptize them into the church, which they call the Church of God. I can't really remember where they baptized them, though. Did you catch where they baptized them? No, it was like yeah. Mamron. I can't remember. They didn't really was... tell us. Um, he ordains priests, <laughs> and they are unpaid. The people share all of their substance with each other. King Noah sends an army to kill them all, but they escape. A political opponent of Noah's, Gideon, seeks to kill Noah, and Noah retreats to the top of the tower. While on the tower, he sees the Lamanites coming to kill them all and saves his own life. The whole city flees, and Noah tells all his followers to ditch their wives and children and save themselves. Once the Lamanites <laughs> see the women and fair daughters, they stop and the attack. They make a deal with Limhi, the son of Noah, to have them send half of everything they have and make um, and everything they make, and in return they'll be in bondage. They agree to this deal. 
The priests of Noah are pissed at him because he won't let them return to their families. So in the wilderness, they burn him alive and leave to go down to the land of first inheritance. They spy, like creeps, on Lamanite daughters and take them into the wilderness to have their way with them. This causes the Lamanite army to come against them, come against Limhi's people. Limhi's army actually pushes them back um, and even injures their king. Gideon brings the king to Limhi, and Limhi shows him mercy, explains the situation, and then returns the king to the Lamanites, establishing peace between the two people once again. Nice abridgment, dude. Thanks, man. Dude, can you believe those priests taking advantage of young women? Yeah. They, never... they, would, they wouldn't be priests today. They'd yeah. be Supreme Court nominees. <laughs> <laughs> Political. <laughs> Topical we... humor. <laughs> I think we should also... This story, this is still just a story being told to Ammon, who's talking to Limhi right now. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what's going on. Exactly. And that's probably good. Like, if you didn't listen to the last episode, that's where we ended, is that um, we, we were told the story of Zenith. Right. right. And then this was Noah, the son of son Zenith. Son of Zenith, yeah. And then Limhi is the son of Noah. And so and, we're back to, like, modern time almost. Almost. Right. Um, Not quite, though. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. I think it's also interesting to point out that um, Limhi talked about that prophet of God they killed. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a real doozy of a story. So, okay, well, Jordan, uh, I think you have some likening of that scripture. Yeah. Let's, uh, I have one more thing to say. Okay. I think at this point, and when, when they're telling the story of Abinadi getting killed, I think Ammon's getting a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, he's like, is this story going to end well I think for I got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys kept me in jail for like three days. Yeah, this is sounding all too familiar. Okay, cue the music. Likening the scriptures. Brian, for today's likening the scriptures, I'm going to throw out some descriptors for you. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell me that who, who comes to mind with these descriptors. Okay. Here we go. Lazy. I'll wait, no, I'm gonna give okay. a bunch in the okay. UK. So lazy, mm-hmm. always needing flattering words, big into taxes, <laughs> enjoy having space, like hanging out with friends in comfortable spaces, big into artisan wines, and start startups and then get in over their heads. What kind of person am I talking about right now? I actually don't know. Millennials, Brian. <laughs> Millennials. That's who I'm talking about. Love artisan wines. Love being comfortable. Uh, start startups all the time. Do, yeah. do you see how these all relate? I, like I taxes. Yeah. I think. Ornate buildings. Yeah, nice pl- uh, open spaces to hang out with their friends. Noah gets a bad rap similar to Millennials. I think. No. Right? No. Right? No. No, I think I'm right here, Brian. Mm-hmm. Noah, I'm not saying Noah is the best guy ever, but Noah did a lot. I think you even pointed out, he pimped his city. He made it real cool. <laughs> and people said he was lazy, but he was building stuff. He just wanted to be comfortable. I think millennial culture, a lot of it is like, why should we make things harder when we can make them easier? <laughs> like Netflix and Uber and Uber Eats and uber professor (laughs) which i'm sure is coming along um so here's what i what i want to point out noah actually 
did a lot. He implemented a tax system that worked, mm-hmm. and people, the city was prospering. I think um, I'm gonna get to a point here very quickly. I believe. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so Noah, I think Noah, he wasn't even the one that wanted to kill Abinadi in the end. At the end, he was like, "Oh, maybe we should let him go since he's." giving a weird Mormon curse on us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was his priests. And millennials have a lot of pressure from our friends to like fit in and be cool. Mm-hmm. And so I think we get a bad rap sometimes. So what I want to say here is millennials were not just a garment in a hot furnace. <laughs> That's what Abinadi sure liked to say all the time. He, he said garment in a hot furnace mm-hmm. a lot. He had, he was a cool guy lacking in analogies. Um, so reading this, Noah... I don't think he was a great guy, but I think he did stuff. I think it, the weird lazy wine bibber thing. Yeah, he liked wine. What king doesn't? Every king from henceforth likes wine. That's not a thing, bad thing against them. Um, he liked nice things, Brian. I'm just reiterating the same thing over and over again. And us millennials, look, we might end up killing a prophet or something (laughs) but it'll probably only because society is telling us that's what we need to do society the priests quote unquote yeah so (laughs) (laughs) what this boils down to yeah noah reminded me there were lots of descriptors for millennials and i think noah was not great but he got a little bit of a bad rap and I feel like if I keep saying this over and over again, you'll start to agree. No, with me. I won't. <laughs> uh, the one person Noah does remind me of is actually our current president. Like there is a there's a King Noah account which tweets everything that Trump tweets, but like in a King Noah voice. <laughs> it's incredible. I love it. But I think, but I say I think accounts funny too. Mm-hmm. But re- rereading this, I'm like, Noah just seemed like. So are you serious about this? I don't think we don't like we infer a lot of how bad he was. And we he hear, literally tells them like leave the wives and the children. See, we don't know if he said that for sure. And what if he was like we lure them away? Yeah. So the wives. I mean, and children it did are, work. They stopped killing they people. Didn't kill them. Yeah. Um, no, I mean he's probably a coward. But in the end, the the priests were more evil than Noah was. Yes, just like the Republicans are more. No, just kidding. Uh, no. Well. <laughs> Political. Political time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, whatever your affiliation is, the scriptures can be likened unto you as yeah. well. You can use them for whatever purposes that you want okay. to make an argument for. I feel like this is going to be a short episode because both of our abridgment and our likening were not great. But That's I feel okay. like there's lots of anger. There's lots of anger. I feel like there's going to be lots there's of anger. There's lots of anger. Okay. Yeah. Righteous anger. So remember how you just said that there's going to be lots of anger? Yeah. There's not going to be lots of anger. <laughs> because we're going to call an audible on this one. I don't have a lot of anger in this chapter because the story is so good. Like, I think everything that happened is pretty cool. Um, the thing I did want to talk about is the rumors going around about hashtag LDS conference. Whoops. Hashtag no. general, general conference, conference. Which you made a good uh, observation about. Go ahead and it remind is. us of that. The most general hashtag ever created. Any group of people tweeting together could be the general hashtag general conference of people. But on the good news is, it's a lot longer. A lot more letters. That's true. <laughs> good thing uh, Twitter up that character count. They could fit that hashtag. You in. know, it's kind of like the church knew that Twitter would do this. Yeah, it's almost it's, as if. 
How would they have known? How would they have known? Lengthen the hashtag. How would they have known? I mean, it did happen before they lengthened the hashtag, but I assume they were planning to do this before Twitter did it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I just want to talk about some rumors and get your opinions on them. So, uh, rumors I've heard about LDS Conf, this is in the order of their um, likelihood. How are you ranking likelihood? Uh, In my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) okay first one um i'm hearing i've heard this in a couple places actually temples opened on sunday so they won't be open for work they'll just be open to like go and chill at like do you have to get dressed up i don't know i mean i don't know those details (laughs) my sources hashtag sources have not been able to who are your sources out them i can't i can't sorry Temples. I'll go to jail before I reveal my sources. <laughs> um, well, why wouldn't they do work? I feel like because then you'd have to have people working in the temples, and so they'd be taken away from their families. What so if just can... every other Sunday was Temple Work Sunday? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna. If the, if this happens, I think it'll be like a, we're opening this up for prayer and reflection on on Sabbath. But someone that be people working there, to like, you know what I mean? No, there there were only like think... there have to be the door person to be like shh. okay the shush lady on on a scale of gonna happen not gonna happen where would you put that i'm gonna say there's a numbered scale or just one or the other just one or the other not gonna happen not gonna happen okay um next one 18 month missions at 18 years old for both genders i would love that one i've heard this now uh from a couple places too not just one there's a couple other ones i've only heard one from one place so I love this one because then I can always be angry about how hard my mission was. That's what I like. And I cannot. <laughs> Wait, no, you did years in total. Everything you went through it's was like over. like three years. But 18 months is a proselyting mission. That's true. So, honorary sister missionary over here. <laughs> more emotions, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way more crying for me. Um, that was sexist of you, John. It was. Yeah. Uh, okay, two-hour block. Um, would love it for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I've know. heard this one; it's rampant. Did you say this last conference though, too? Yeah, no, uh, I did say it, and I'd heard the rumor, but I never heard the rumor for the kinds of places I'm hearing it now. Like people that I'm like are not very bright or very plugged into like church culture are like, I'm hearing that there's going to be two hour church. There's a big announcement. So you're saying, here. because lots of dumb people are saying it, mm-hmm. it must be true. Well, it's just like when the age change happened. I had heard that in enough places of, like, not the, like, church watchers, just normal people, like, tweeting and, oh, okay. and saying it's going to happen. So I think it's going to happen. I say going to happen. I actually, I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but if it was going to happen, this is the time. I say, if it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. I'll give my spot on this podcast to somebody else. That's how sure. Far. <laughs> Looks like you'll be uh, on the show. Okay. Um, church every other week. No. I I agree with you, and I think that there's lots of reasons that this wouldn't happen. But I've been uh, there's one good argument for it, and that's that they've been focused so much on the Sabbath day worthy holiness, um, and that's one of the reasons I think if it did happen, I'd be like, okay, now I see why. We were trying to get there because it'll save on building costs because they're having a real problem in Utah, at least, on like holding church for everyone. And they don't necessarily want to build more here, especially. And so every other week, church would do two things. It would also refocus people on the family because it's not every Sunday you're away from your, your family, which I think is important. Yeah. And then secondly, like that makes sense of why they're so like there's no rules. You just have to like prayerfully come up with them. 
because we're about to not have even church to hold us to that standard. So it would be a rotation. Like some people would go to church once. Yeah, Sunday. everybody, every every week there would be someone at church. Right. But you'd only ever go twice a week. Oh, man. And then you could say that every week you're on your off week when people ask. Yeah. Like, why aren't you at church? Oh, oh this is my off week. This is my off yeah. week. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Oh, do you think that'll happen? No. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, increased women leadership positions. I've only heard this from one place. I don't know. What would they do? Like, um, Release Society and Bishop do callings together. Like, they come up with the callings. Oh, so not more positions, no. but more authority within the yeah, positions? exactly. I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be cool. Uh, I mean, I could see it happening. Um, uh, next one, a doctrinal stance on weed. Okay, uh. over under on whether they'll even mention the marijuana thing during conference. Because if they really want to defeat that thing, that would be a strong way to be like, right. everyone listen up. Right before. Yeah. Is it next week? When is yeah. this conference? It's like it's like a week from <laughs> two days from now. Okay. Uh, I th- Ooh, that's a tricky one. I feel like they know the kind of flack they'll get if they do mention something. Yeah. Like people are going to be like I really the hope church. They, I really hope they don't, unless the, the, the doctrinal uh, stance is, we're okay with it now. But that won't, that won't happen. No. Yeah. I feel I feel like maybe what some of the more cranky old apostle would do it. Yeah, like, like as an aside, like, and you don't you don't get high with your sins. Yeah. You shouldn't be getting high anyway. Yeah. Like tea and crumpets. See, that that's time. what I was just gonna yeah. say. You're gonna invite the devil in for tea and crumpets and a little puff of Mary Jane, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holland, you came up with this metaphor, man. Uh, and lastly, I have heard again, women ordination. No. Yeah, not going to happen. No. I mean, it should happen, but not going to happen. The, the one thing I haven't heard rumored, but that what I'd love, is uh, path to LGBTQ sit, like fellowship. Um, I don't think that will happen. I think that they're going to have to wait another 20 years. That We're basically 20 years behind when things should happen. Black people get in the priesthood. Whenever we figure out women's issues in our church, which I think will be any day now, like any year now, I should say. Right. Um, and then... The gay thing will have to wait till. What later. are you telling? Are you gonna drop the bombshell we were talking about before the show, or are no, we not gonna talk? Go ahead. There's Joseph Smith sealed guys to guys. That is true. Not necessarily. I was gonna save that for our ceiling chapter in, uh, uh, in when Nephi gets the ceiling power. Talk well, about the different kinds of ceilings that have happened. Yeah. There's men that were sealed to Joseph Smith, like Brigham Young was sealed to Joseph Smith. A lot of people don't know this. Um, and there was a whole church that's thought, hey, we want to break away from the Mormon church and just do homosexual marriages. And then they started practicing homosexual polygamy. And then, <laughs> and then the church disbanded. So I feel like... They had the same arc the as same the, problem. Joseph Yeah, <laughs> There's like a fundamentalist gay Mormon church out there. But they uh, they weren't just for it, because we were reading they have an, their own set of scripture, and, they, and all the articles of faith they changed to have men and women referenced yeah. in it. So like an inclusionary church. Yeah, and like we see the problem was that inclusionary there, churches don't there was last. just gay guys and then straight women and that's why it didn't last <laughs> there, were but no, that, those, there were no kids those everyone just stri- died out <laughs> okay well that has been righteous anger <laughs> there was absolutely no anger in that I'm I love conference I, I mean we won't have an episode uh, no we will we'll have an episode before conference I don't think we will yeah we will we're late in the week oh right next week we'll have an episode yeah. or we might not we might not have another episode but I will say, I love conference. You should watch it. It's great. Um, following hashtag on Twitter during conference is super fun. 
but make sure you switch to the new hashtag. I think there will be plenty of people using the old one. Are you going to use the old one? Yeah, I'm going to use the what? old one. What? And then people, like, I, I'm going to love all the tweets of, like, stop using, like, that, like half of the tweets from this conference, I predict, stop using this hashtag. Oh, my gosh. So. And then you get, you get to quote them and then put LDS con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was Righteous Anger. Should we do some AP Mormonism? AP Mormonism. AP Mormonism. Okay, Jordan. Okay. Uh, do you want me to do some stuff yeah, first? Yeah, uh, is See, you're more in-depth. with These are just things I thought were interesting when reading it. So Noah, it says Noah caused his people to commit sin. Mm-hmm. Like, was he forcing people? Like, was it like Handmaid's Tale? Like, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> no. No, I'm really no, wondering. Like, no, did he make no, people... No. He, he just set the example. Like, he allowed sin to happen. That's not what it says. So he caused people. Yeah. I'm just saying we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Good point. He also, his tax was a fifth tax, mm-hmm. which the church is like, we only have to do a tenth, so yeah. we're a little bit better than Noah. We are. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that Noah's fifth tax sounded bad until the Lamanites come and are like, half of everything! Half tax. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you go with what you... Mine's kind of in order. I just was, Okay. Um, it says... Um, Let's see. And he had many wives and concubines. Again, this is a bad guy in the Book of Mormon who had many wives and concubines. <laughs> Just pointing out. Um, yeah, double tithing. I had uh, a lot of taxes in the United States, but the average across the board right now, like there's a lot of different tax levels, like really rich people pay right. more, really poor people pay way less. The average tax is 15%. So he is taking more than the average that we pay now. So when right. people are like, this is as bad as King Noah. No, it's not. It's not there yet. So... <laughs> Um, and then it says, for he put down all the priests that he had before, like that his dad had. And I'm like, did he, he kill them? He euthanized all <laughs> did of them. Did he kill them? <laughs> or did he demote them? He, he just put them down like, hey, Phil, you're looking dumb today. <laughs> Get the, out of my court. <laughs> yeah, put them down. No, I just wonder if all the, you know, all the people are like, hey, where did those priests go? And, and I was like, they're on a farm <laughs> yeah. up in Zarahemla. <laughs> They're having a great time. They're fine. I like that, or I like the idea of them walking out in a single file line with their heads down with the music going, blum, 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 blum. <laughs> Charlie Brown. That's good. Um, and it came to pass that, this is Mosiah 11, 8, and it came to pass that King Noah built many elegant and spacious buildings, and he ornament, or, ornamented them with fine work of wood and all manner of precious things, of gold and of silver and iron and brass and of copper. And uh, he caused that the workmen should work all manner of fine work within the walls of the temple of fine wood and copper and brass. And I'm like, what does this sound like to you guys? <laughs> uh <laughs> oh. Uh, do we have these kinds of buildings in our church? I don't know. What? <laughs> um, they, they specifically call it the temple, too, because I was like, well, okay, wait. We don't do that in our meeting houses. Our meeting houses are very <laughs> of the people. And he's like, and he did it in the temple. I was like, <laughs> we do that in the temple. That's what I'm saying. Noah's not all bad. <laughs> or we're, we're just... Never mind. When um, uh, it came to pass, he built a tower near the temple. And I was like, another tower. There is a tower motif in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's cool. There's lots of towers. And it's a cool, the, vis- the visual of him running away from Gideon. He's about yeah. to kill him. And he looks outside and he's like, 
there's lame. Yeah. Like, we're going to die. It reminds me a little bit of, of Game of Thrones. Oh, or, there's very Game of Thrones. getting to the, like, the burnings. Uh, yeah. And the, and the top of the tower thing of, uh, even in Lord of the Rings, of where, um, you know, there's the, the guy that he puts himself on fire and jumps off that, like, high tower, like the, the White City. And there's that giant orc army outside. That reminded me of that, of, like, seeing all these marching. Oh, yeah. Why is he light himself? I don't remember this very Because well. he, he's crazy. He basically, he's crazy. Uh, he's the okay. steward of Gondor. But Right. So, anyways, I just thought that was very cinematic and cool. Um, and Yeah, this, this story's <laughs> epic when we read it. And, again, are, is Gideon a good guy, or is he just kind of, like, alien versus predator? Like, we're just happy to see predator eat it from the yeah, alien. No matter who life, wins. We lose. We lose. Yeah. Gideon doesn't sound like an awesome dude. But. No, he just seems like he wants it yeah. power. Yeah. We don't really hear much, cause, but then he very he gives it to Limhi right yeah. away. Like yeah. maybe he just hated Noah. Yeah, he maybe he was friends with the priests that got that that got put down. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's like he's been crying for a week, <laughs> yeah. and I live with this guy. <laughs> Did you have more? Um, I didn't want to skip over you. I have stuff about. I just wanted to bring up. I guess we're not really going in order anyway. Um, I thought the... Uh, 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 I thought this... Abanadai's God is a very mean Old Testament God. Mm-hmm. Like, his preaching stuff, I feel like if I was listening to it, I'd be like, I don't know if i believe him, mm-hmm. because it's God's all about throwing garments and fiery furnaces and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so that was it. I mean, it is Old Testament times where God was meaner, but not as hopeful... And he is in a situation where he's not trying to be hopeful, yeah. but... He's like, not really... I mean, I would just point out, this is not the same thing as Jacob and Nephi. This is the first, or any of the prophets, really, up until now. This is the first, like, this dude just showed up. Right. This is a way more Joseph Smith prophet than it is a... Yes. A, like, down-the-lineage prophet. Yes. So. And it's weird. So they have him explain... I wish I'd have written out scripture. They're like, explain this scripture to us. And it's just this really weird, long scripture about, like... And then there is light and love. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yeah. What is th- I don't even know that. I couldn't explain that. I honestly think these are some of the most confusing doctrinal scriptures. Because, like, I mean, he does he does lots of that kind of stuff, but then he also does, like, the and the Father and the Son. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just think Amenadai is a very confusing doctrinal figure. Yes. But, I mean, the, but this is the priest saying, oh, if you're really a prophet, then explain this to us. And they read this really vague, odd yeah. scripture, so... I just wonder if that stood out to you. Um, I have to get down to that part of my notes. Okay, we'll get there. I'll conclude mine, then we can just dive into yours. Uh, well, I already talked about how Noah actually wanted to stop killing Abinadi, and the mm-hmm. priest uh, pressured him. I wonder, so here's an interesting thing. Going back to Gideon not being a great guy. Because mm-hmm. what happens is the Lamanites show up, and Limhi's king, and so the war happens, and actually Lamanite people win and they bring the, the almost dead Lamanite king to him mm-hmm. he's like why did you come fight us and the Lamanite king well you stole some of our girls mm-hmm. and took them into the woods and Lamanite's like I had no idea yeah. that was happening I wish he would have like asked me about it mm-hmm. first but then Gideon shot talks he's like hey what about the, it was those priests <laughs> And and gotta there's no back. investigation. Yeah. No, I, there's yeah. like Gideon just went, oh, but you remember those priests? Yeah, those guys that are conveniently gone. Yeah, they killed Noah in the wilderness, <laughs> and then they went. And it's like maybe they didn't kill maybe Noah. Maybe Gideon the did it. That, yeah. that, that, that's what I was reading. It's like him. A, a true Brigham City ending. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> a 
true. That's that's a deep cut Mormon yeah, joke right sure. there. Um, for sure. So that was so that makes more sense. If let's say those priests, oh, that's not that's not the same priest that got put down. That's no, the next priest. No. Um, so it was just weird that there there was never any follow up either. Like they never found the daughter. At least they don't mention it. And I no. looked. I kind of skimmed ahead the first the next few chapters. No, I don't think you hear from it. It ever comes back mm-hmm. again. And so they just go with Gideon's word, mm-hmm. who we just talked about. We don't know how good of a guy he was anyway. Yeah. Anyways, he could have, yeah, that was, that was an interesting thing. To people, people are going to hate that our takes on Bay Kisili. Every hero in the Book of Mormon is like, yeah, he's not that great. Do people <laughs> think Gideon's great? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of Gideon's named after this Gideon later. Oh. So. I mean, he didn't, he, he just wasn't much. Yeah. Other than he did, wanted to kill Noah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mosiah eleven twenty seven. Um, this is King uh, King Noah saying, "Who is Abinadi that I and my people should be judged of him?" And I'm like, "This is the old uh, who do you think you are?" Yeah, millennials say that. <laughs> I'll say. <it. laughs> uh, Mosiah twelve one. One of the funniest scriptures in all the scriptures, I think. Abinadi came among them in disguise that they knew him not, and began to prophesy among them, saying, "Thus have the Lord commanded me, saying, Abinadi." <laughs> <laughs> Abinadi, what are you doing? But he doesn't look like Abinadi. He has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, and and glasses and a weird nose. Uh, yeah, I always think the Lord like gave him a disguise, and he's like, "Okay, now go back and preach to them, but don't tell them you're Abinadi." <laughs> he's like, and then the Lord said to me, "Abinadi, <laughs> what is this? He's gonna die now." Um, uh, and he prophesied. Uh, this is uh, Mosiah twelve ten. And he also prophesieth evil concerning thy life, and th- and saith that thy life shall be as a garment in the furnace of a fire. I'm like, Abinadi has a death wish. <laughs> Interesting that the method of how Abinadi and Noah will die is foreshadowed here, but you don't go up to a king and be like, you will be burned! Good garment <laughs> in a furnace. Uh, for a long, you know what's weird is like, when I was, you know, I liked the Book of Mormon, I liked the Book of Mormon for a long time. I would have always been told you can't get rid of, of garments, like unless you like uh, take out the, yeah, the yeah. markings, and you burn them. And I, I thought you had to burn them. Do most people burn them? I, that's what I was taught too. You had to, oh, okay. you had to burn them. Oh, I didn't. I thought that that you just have to get rid of the the markings. Well, you have to. So you can throw the rest of the garment away. Yeah. The markings you have to burn. <laughs> okay. Well, I do not a- <laughs> make it into a quilt. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I always thought. That's where this can't. That's part. Then I was like, I think we're getting confused with the American flag too. It's like, oh well, don't let it touch the ground. If it touches the ground, burn them. Garments touch the ground, burn them. <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, people tell me garments can't touch the ground. Yeah, that I got yelled at by APs on the on mission. mission. I was like, but I've where? never I've heard never that. Heard that. They're like, my temple matron. I was like, I don't care what your temple matron said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, and now, O King, behold, we are guiltless. This is Mosiah twelve fourteen. Um, and thou, O king, hast not sinned. Therefore, this man has lied concerning you, and he has prophesied in vain. I was like, this is Trumpism in a verse. Uh-huh. The GOP said this to Trump would fit equally as well. Of like, we are guiltless, and you you haven't sinned, and these people are the worst. These Democrats are... Anyways. Yeah, um, I can see that. Uh, this is perhaps the most BAMP section in the whole Book of Mormon. Uh, Benedict calling no one his priests out is so cool. He says... Mosiah 12, 27 through 29. Ye have not applied your hearts to understanding. Therefore, ye have not been wise. Wherefore, what teach ye to this people? And they said, we teach the law of Moses. And he said unto them, if ye teach the law of Moses, why do you not keep it? It's like, dang, man. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> um, Mosiah 13, 3. 
he says, touch me not for God shall smite you if you lay your hands upon me. Interesting types of this moment when Christ, uh, Nephi tells his brothers a similar thing. Christ actually tells Mary this thing. It's like, you do not put your hands on me. And when Joseph Smith uh, tells his jailers to be quiet, he's like, or else kill me and you shall be cast down into right. the resting pit. Kind of cool. Just like echoes of yeah, different prophets. That one made me think, is there actually any, would anything have actually happened or they speak with just such conviction that scared the people doesn't matter you know i know it doesn't matter but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying um this one says uh that uh in 13 5 it says even as moses did while on the mountain of sinai while speaking with the lord his face shone with exceeding luster i'm like who is narrating here this is not a binadi it's likely Limhi telling them and like so how could they have known that moses's face looked like it did on mount sinai because no one was on Mount Sinai. <laughs> right. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Right. Does, it, does in the Old Testament say that J- Moses' face shone like, like brightly? I don't think it did. I don't know. Maybe it was just. Yeah. I don't want to read the Bible, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, uh, Mosiah thirteen ten. But this much I tell you: what you do with me after this shall be a type and a shadow of things which are to come. This is some dark prophesying here. It's foreboding. It's bad. It seriously, it reminds me of like a Game of Thrones scene where somebody's being burned. Yeah. And like, like the, this is gonna happen to you yeah. if it, ha- and then this like cuts people's faces. Yeah. I don't. Alma's, and, and Alma's like the, gone at this point, but his face would have been like, oh, we should not yeah. be. We gotta know? get out of here. Uh, or you know, the Lady Melisandre would be like, yeah, this is yeah, this, exactly. This, this uh-huh. to you. Um, Mosiah thirteen twenty eight. And moreover, I send to you that salvation doth not come by the law alone. And were it not for the atonement which God Himself shall make for the sins and iniquities of His people, that they shall unavoidably perish, notwithstanding the law of Moses. And I'm like, the, the, the law does not save us. This is why obedience doesn't save. The law never saves. The law does not save us. The greater light and knowledge we will. Revelation, in, in short, is what saves us. So you can never rely on obedience or, or simply following the law to save you. You have to have uh, spiritual, um, listen to the spirit and have revelation. Um, Mosiah 15, uh, 2, 4. Um, and having subjected the flesh to the will of the Father, being the Father and the Son, the Father because he was conceived by the power of God, and the Son because of the flesh, thus becoming the Father and Son. And they, whoa. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> are one God, yea, the very eternal Father of heaven and of earth. And I just, he teaches the Trinity better than the Catholic Church teaches the Trinity. <laughs> but we don't believe it. Uh, doesn't matter. He still teaches it better. <laughs> the way we get around this is saying that this one Godhead is what was meant. But I think this whole part of teaching is super inconsistent with our modern day views on the Godhead, which again makes the scripture more real to me. But because before Christ came, people didn't quite understand the Messiah idea. That's why right. Nephi spends all of those chapters repeating Isaiah. He's just like, I don't know. Like Isaiah has a bunch of stuff that yeah. seems to not make any sense either. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I thought that was interesting to reading it because I'm like this is inconsistent with current beliefs and as I'm as you, every time I read it I'm like people don't read the Book of Mormon at all no people would be talking about like if, if I when my investigators read this they probably were like you guys kept saying that Jesus was right. the son and but oh it doesn't matter just get back and that's what we always say with the Book of Mormon too it clarifies certain doctrinal things like the nature of the Godhead I'm like well some parts say that yeah but other parts Go back to what people thought before, you yeah. know. Which is again why you can't trust the narration because it's an unreliable. Like everyone's an unreliable, unreliable narrator. Yeah, but God I, Himself did not write this. Exactly, and they might have wrote it exactly how they understood it, 
you know. But it doesn't mean they had a perfect understanding. Right, exactly. Okay, um, uh, Mosiah 17.3, But the king was more wroth and caused that Alma should be cast out from among them and sent his servants after them that they might slay him. He said Alma is the ancient day version of Comey on the wrong side, but tried to do the right thing and then get kicked out because of it. Oof. Political. Political. <laughs> <laughs> Mosiah 17.6, And after three days, having counseled with his priest, he caused the sheep to burn out before him. I said three days, obviously a symbol of Christ there. Um, kind of cool to see those. Uh, Mosiah 17.10, Yea, and I will suffer even unto death, and I will not recall my words, and they shall stand as a testimony against you, and if you slay me, you, you will shed innocent blood, and this shall stand as a testimony against you at the last day. Like I said, Abinadi is a stone-cold motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Thank goodness for bleeps. Thank. Uh, bleep and it came goodness. to pass that they took him and bound him and scourged his skin with faggots, yea, even unto death. My question is, do we bleep that? <laughs> I was. I almost wrote down, we get to say f- it again. I've missed saying f- it. <laughs> I think it's bad to say referring Me to too. people, but it's such a fun word. And this really does, like, no wonder all the Mormons were like, it actually doesn't mean that. It means a, a bundle, a bundle of, sticks. of sticks. And it's like, oh, okay, that, I get that. Um, Messiah 17, 11 through 12, King Noah was about to release him, for he feared his word, and then he feared the judgments of God. But the priests lifted up their voices against him and began to accuse him, saying, he has reviled the king. No, Noah, Noah is a gutless dude. Waffles on killing him, and then his priests convince him otherwise. Really, he just, he's got no conviction. He, he's just a wimp. Yeah. He's, you know, King Tommen. <laughs> a millennial. A millennial. <laughs> and that he lived millennial. Okay. Um, Messiah 17, 15. Uh, these are all words that are screamed as he's burning alive. Behold, even as ye have done unto me, so shall it come to pass that thy seed shall cause that many shall suffer the pains that I do suffer. Even the pains of death by fire in this cause because of their... Uh, they believe in the salvation of the Lord their God, and it will come to pass that ye shall be afflicted with all manner of diseases of your because of your iniquities. Yea, ye shall be smitten on every hand, and be driven and scattered to and fro, even as a wild flock is driven wild and ferocious beasts. And in that day ye shall be hunted, and ye shall be taken by the hands of your enemies, and then ye shall suffer as I suffer the pains of death by fire. Just so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> That's gonna, I'm going to come back to that in my three degrees of story. Okay. Just so uh, you know. Can I point out one other thing I just realized? Yeah. This is a likening shorty. Um, Noah, the thing that really does him in at the end is that he's out with all the bros in the forest. And they're like, we want to go back to our wives. And he's like, let's just stay here and be dudes together. <laughs> and they're like, no. And they burn him alive. Not That's really. what you never get in the way of horny husbands. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good lesson, but that just dawned on me. Okay, continue. Uh, having sealed the truth of his words with his death, I said, this ends Abinadi, one of the bravest dudes to stand up to the church and to a king. Um, and Mosiah 18.1, and went about privately among the people. Uh, this is still in the, we're still in Lehi and Nephi when Alma goes among the people, right? So he doesn't really leave. He's like, hey guys, I got a secret organization out in the forest. Right. <laughs> They're all very disappointed when they get there. Uh... <laughs> And they did go forth to a place which was called Mormon. And I said, a place called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that joke's getting old. Um, (laughs) I'm going to skip a couple of these because we're running out of time. Um, 
how uh, Alma baptizes in the wilderness. Who gave Alma authority to baptize? And in the manner in which he baptized, he just dunked both of this, like both him and the person he's baptizing go under the water. Right. So anyways, the it's authority a, question and lots of people like someone came. Yeah. I think he would have mentioned it. Yeah. Kind yeah. of a big deal. Um, talks about how uh, the priest did not depend on the people for their support. But for their labor, they were to receive the grace of God that they might wax strong in the spirit, having knowledge of God, that they might teach with the power and authority from God. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it doesn't say they were not paid. It right. says they did not depend on the people for their support. And I'm like, man, uh, red flag. Uh, <laughs> and it came to pass that this was all done in Mormon. I'm like, this this scripture, they say Mormon like, 12 times. So many times. So many times. That's my joke from before of not knowing where they were because it's again and again. And I'm like, maybe Mormon is abridging this part. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's my name. That's my name. It's like a teenager girl in a notebook just writing it over and over again in different like <laughs> fonts. Okay. And um, there's Mormon and there's Mormon. And now the king cried out in anguish of his soul saying, Gideon, spare me for the Lamanites are upon us. And I just think this is so epic. I'm talk about being vulnerable because you aren't united. This is this is like they weren't ready to face their external enemies because they were infighting. Um, done in by his own priests. Uh, King Noah is after one of these priests penned an anonymous New York Times article. <laughs> Politics. Okay. Um, uh, before they were not in total bondage. Now they're prisoners to the Lamanites. Um, and then it says, and like dragons, did they fight? Where? Mosiah 20, 11 is when Limhi's people are fighting. And like dragons, <laughs> did they fight? Dragons? Most of the Lamanites are sheep. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. <laughs> okay. Uh, what Brian is saying, dragons exist. Yeah. That's subtext of this. Well, it is subtext. It's, no, it's not subtext. It's in the text. <laughs> but you can make analogies to things that aren't real. You can? These people are not supposed to be very, like, sophisticated. They're not like, oh, remember those legends of dragons? Well, maybe they believed in dragons. If Okay, but if they believed in dragons, and they're writing it in the scriptures, this is supposedly the most correct book on Earth. And dragons are cool? They are cool. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Um, Limhi doesn't kill the guy that is is his captor. He's got Stockholm Syndrome. Limhi, they bring the king before Limhi, right. and he won't kill him. Well, and that's the interesting thing, too, is the Lamanites descend on them, and they win. Yeah. And they're like, wait, you guys have been holding up. We could beat you all along? <laughs> yeah. or just drive them out of the city. Yeah, that's true. So Okay, well, we'll still be in captivity yeah. to you. Thanks. <laughs> I, I love this, though, because Limhi is obviously a good dude. He's like, no, we're not going to kill this guy. We just yeah. defended our city. This is a good opportunity for us to have peace with Well, them. for sure. And I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm just saying that was an interesting twists it seemed like the, all the Lamanites are on us we're gonna die and yeah. then they don't die so the other I think the, a common theme in the Book of Mormon besides towers is <laughs> um, when you lay down your weapons good things happen almost always I mean even the people that are killed when they lay down their weapons it's like they were the best ones right. out of everyone in the Book of Mormon they're the best and I think here when Limhi is like they approach the Lamanites with the king and they don't have their weapons. Right. The Lamanites that is are like, cool. What? Yeah. Um, this piece is not going to last, but I think it's it's like a good lesson. And I guess... It well, just, it says he did that piece for... It lasted for, what, two years or something? Yeah. Is that the last scripture? So... Last verse. Anyways, 
that is the end of AP Mormonism. Very cool. Good yeah. AP Mormonism, brah. Let's uh, do some Three Degrees three of degrees. Story. Three Degrees of Story. Um, so starting with number three for mine. Mm. Well, we talked about before with the scriptures pointing out the waters of Mormon and the place of Mormon over and over again. Because there's one that's my favorite thing, and it says, and he called it the waters of Mormon. And then in parentheses it says, for thus they were called. Yeah. It's like the opposite of an Arrested Development narrator. Yeah. Like when Job says something, like, yes, I did that, Michael. And he's like, he didn't. This one is, this place is called Mormon. It is called Mormon. <laughs> So that makes me, that made me laugh a lot. It does make me really believe that Mormon did abridge this. (laughs) You really love that part. It was called that, yeah. Um, Do you want me to do all my three? Yeah, do do both. Um, So my number two is what we talked about, the Benedite cursing them Mm -hmm. as they're burning him. I picture it as they can't get it to light, and he keeps giving more and more curse, and they're all like sweating, like, you gotta get him before he says more curses. Light it! Light it! Jeff Talk or whatever your name is, light it. That and it's a it's a really epic part. But to me, he got he got a lot of words in before he, he burned. So I was wondering if they just were having trouble with the fuse. Um, and then number fuse. one, <laughs> that's Looney. Why are we lighting I picture the fuse? I picture the scriptures in Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Benedict number one is a Benedict in disguise, but it's only in cool if he had. A cool disguise and not the glasses and mustache like we talked about before. I kind of said that joke early, but (laughs) the idea of him like, and I will go back. But but like you said, he mentions his name right away. But I like the idea of him like it was a hooded figure like wandering. I always think of it in cinematic Looney Tunes style. Cinematic (laughs) Looney Tunes. Yeah, I love it. Okay, those are my three. Okay, uh, three for me is um, when the Lamanites are approaching, and he's on top of the tower. Yeah, that's cool. They've just burned a Benedai. Alma's in the forest, you know, and now the Lamanites approach while the people left are fighting. I'm like, this is the ending of a story. It's such a climax. It's so good. So cool. Um, And I guess it's really interesting, too, because this is like the fulfillment of his dad's legacy of like allowing like them coming back down to be near the Lamanites. This is this is the end of that. Right. right? They're they're about to be in bondage. Um, Number two, I love that. Noah's little gambit works of like leave the women and children I don't think he meant to at all it's like just let them die and then they get to the wilderness and they're like they stopped killing everyone because of how hot our kids are I knew it we need to go (laughs) (laughs) but to me my thing is like why couldn't they just flee with them are they too slow I I, honestly it's like it's like only one of us has got like if we leave the women and children they'll have to kill them and then we'll have a head start Jeez, yeah, no, dark. see, that's why I'm like, a bit and I's not that great of a dude. Yes, he is a terrible dude. But he's a millennial. You gotta give him a break. <laughs> We're all winners. And then number one is a bit and I um, basically just like standing up and saying like, you're you're evil. I, I love that because it's a it's a lesson about what we need to do when we see injustice, even if it's someone in a position of authority, even if it's the church, even if it's I mean, this they have priests and there's no one that was like, well, Zenith was a good prophet or a good king. And then Noah's a bad king. So none of the things the priests say are true. It's right. like, no, that's not how we we don't do that. We don't go, hey, the priests are always we basically say the brethren always right. Right. And right. I'm not saying we need to like disbelieve the brethren. But I don't think the lesson from this is just obey. 
It's that you have to, like, use the spirit. And if you're using the spirit, like Elma, you'd be like, I'm not down with this. I'm out of here. I don't care what the majority of people are going. Um, so I, I also love that this story gives us the my favorite prophet in the Book of Mormon, which is Alma, the younger. Like, this is all because of what Alma the senior did. Um, and then Alma the, Alma the younger's journey into the church is even more profound because of that, right? Like, right. his dad's like, you don't get it, man. Things were bad. Right. Um, so that's my three degrees of that's good. story. I like it. So title of Liberty. Title of Liberty. Okay, Brian, you could say my winners and losers are on fire this week. Because my losers Noah and my winners of Benadine, they both burn by fire in the end. <laughs> Can you give us some explanation of why? <laughs> well, Noah, because he got a bad rap. So he's the winner? No, he's a loser. Oh, yeah. I just think he probably wasn't. We have a very, like, our pictures of him, he's this big, fat, like, yeah. job like of the cheetah hunt. right next to him. <laughs> yeah. Which, cheetah. again, I'm like, how did he control that cheetah? <laughs> this is to me. Uh, <laughs> a weirdo um i mean it just it sucked for him to almost have a chance to be out and be like maybe we shouldn't actually burn him alive and everybody's like nah do it it's cool <laughs> and then he gets also gets burned alive no one, I just, no one will know <laughs> everybody's doing it yeah no one will know except for everybody watching and all your posterity <laughs> and literally everyone through the generations of yeah. time you will be reviled <laughs> As a villain. This giant, fat, garbage <laughs> human. Um, then, uh, I mean, you've you've done a very good job explaining why Abandoned is so cool, but yeah. being burned alive and sticking to your guns is pretty legit in, any, in any sort of yeah. story. Even anywhere. if you disagree with him. Yeah. Which, again, on the father and son thing, we kind of do, but we're like, yeah, but <laughs> you laid down your life. Cool cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my winner is Limhai. I think... He wins this because he ends the cycle. Yeah, in a lot that's of true. Ways. That's a good one. And I think uh, loser. I would also I would say um, Gideon <laughs> because he contended with Noah wanting to kill him, and yeah. then he's like, "Okay, Limhi can just be king." <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if he wanted. That. That's what I do. Like, he's a very vague character because, like, maybe he didn't want to actually be king. He's so yeah. Then Noah. loser probably Noah. I'm Noah. I'm Noah. <laughs> um, the, the other kind of interesting thing as I was reading this is our choice of what we make pictures of in the scriptures is outrageously off. They're like, you know what we should have a picture of? Nephi and his family on a boat. <laughs> That's epic. It's so epic. And they're holding the Leahona or we'll show uh, Abinadi shining in front of the court. And it's like, literally he's like being burned alive <laughs> or show like is Noah he burning in the no, picture. No, no, oh, you're standing should, before them right. with the cheetah and the, you know, yeah, that yeah, famous, yeah. um, same with like, like King Noah on top of a tower with this giant army coming towards him. Right. Why aren't we painting that picture? Cool I want to see that picture in, in, uh, Gideon like about to stab him. Yeah. It's like, um, and even, even like, uh, you know, the, the injured king, uh, or Lamanite king, before Limhi. 
like bowing and him being like, no, oh, yeah. like that, that kind of stuff is the kind of stuff we should have pictures of. Yeah. We, we don't. have big old buff Nephi with his arm out doing yeah. lightning power. And lots of Jesus in America, which I get is an important part, but like, it's like a chapter or like a book. Yeah. <laughs> so we That's have how many weird. pictures of uh, Moroni holding up the t- uh, title of Liberty. We don't have any pictures of him holding up a scalp of a Lamanite. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Jordan. Do we have any epistles, Bri? We do not have any epistles. They're, they're coming. They're coming. Eventually. This will get up. I always think we're not going to fill the time, and then we do. We do fill the time. Any other thoughts about this chapter? Uh, I think I, I think I spilled my guts for this one. Is that a phrase? I spilled my guts to you? Is that when I reveal everything to you? I don't know. I spilled my guts. That spills more great. Yeah, no, you're right. I think you're right. That is super I don't think I've ever said it before, and it felt weird coming out of my mouth. No, this one was super fun, and it was a really cool cinematic chapter. Mm -hmm. And it's I appreciate it doing this podcast, because when you get reading the scriptures, you just read through all this stuff and don't really think about it. Because it's just like, blah, 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 king dying. But it's actually super, super cool. Yeah, and a lot of times, one of the reasons, I don't know how many times I can say this, but one of the reasons I want to do this podcast is I'll read something like that and then I'll be like everyone let's talk like even on the mission I'll be like let's talk about Abinadi and they're like I think it's quite interesting that he told us that we had to use the atonement and I'm like (laughs) every prophet says that he was burned alive (laughs) he was burned alive but it's a type and symbol of Christ can we just not appreciate his stories so epic (laughs) it's so good he cursed them that's a curse curse he's like and your enemies will come and they will have you in bondage and they'll cause you pain and disease and I just love it I think we should point that's kind of a crazy thing that happened where he's like, what you do to me is going to happen to you. Yeah. I don't think any other prophet really does that, right? No. Where they're like... No. Except Joseph to his jailers in Carthage. Yeah. And then there's a lot of shaky history around whether those jailers actually met those kinds of deaths. Have you ever read? Like, oh, did they? Of every one of them. They found him in a creek. <laughs> I'm like, no, they did it. <laughs> this is before Snopes. This <laughs> guy's <laughs> like, I'm still alive. Yeah, uh, other quick little thing I wanted to bring up completely off topic is uh, that everyone needs to go to your comedy show, October 12th through 13th. What? I wasn't going to bring it up on this podcast, (laughs) I thought our deal was I would pimp it here, and you have to pimp this podcast at least once. Okay. Okay. You have lots of Mormon-related humor, I think. I do. I'll pimp it. And that way we can get some people listening to the show who appreciate comedy and church humor. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, well, have a good rest of your night, listener, or morning, or afternoon. Or... Hashtag free King Noah. <laughs> What's funny is that sounds like you're saying freaking Noah. No, no, no. Free King Noah. Yeah, I mean freaking Noah. <laughs> okay, see you guys.